The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. This is the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. Our hotel spotlight is brought to you by Pipestone Travel Store. Travelers shop here. See their website at pipestonetravelstore.com. And one of the iconic hotels in Waterton National Park is the Prince of Wales Hotel, which came under threat by the Aquino wildfire from last year. So we thought we'd get an update to see if they're ready for another season. To help us out is Danny McIntosh. He's the manager of marketing and brand experience for Pursuit. He joins us now. Hi, Danny. Hi, Randy. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. We're going to talk about the Prince of Wales Hotel in Waterton National Park. Um, before we get into uh, what happened last year and with the wildfire down in Waterton and, and all of that, give me some history and some background on the Prince of Wales Hotel itself. Uh, it, it looks absolutely stunning, and it's been there for quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it sure has. Um, you know, the, the site was, was found, I guess, by uh, the Great Northern Railway. Lewis Hill um, back in 1913, so has quite a bit of history up there on the, that iconic bluff. Um, and it took him quite a long time to build, or I guess complete the hotel. It changed the design a few times, um, but eventually, July 25th, 1927, he uh, he opened the doors to 172 people. So has a lot of it changed since then? I, I know that uh, looking at the website, uh, GlacierParkCollection.com, and you can just scroll into Finding the Prince of Wales Hotel, is they've, they've done a lot to, to keep sort of the historic air about it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's one of the, um, obviously one of the most iconic hotels and is said to be the largest wooden structure in, in uh, Western Canada. Um, and I, it is on the National Historic Register there, too. So that, that requires a lot of responsibility to keep it, maintain it as, um, as it once was. And, of course, that doesn't, mean, <laughs> that doesn't mean that guests staying there have to go down the hall and, and, and bathe in a bathhouse and wait in line <laughs> like they did in the old days. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, yeah, they do have the modern amenities, uh, the Wi-Fi and everything else that people want uh, in the 21st century, right? We certainly do, yeah. (laughs) While keeping that historic charm, we've made the necessary upgrades for comfort. So tell me about last year. Take me back. uh, Was it around September that uh, there was the fire that was, well, evacuated the town of Waterton and and was threatening the Prince of Wales Hotel itself, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, And, yeah, so the the Kenow fire last summer... um, so it was threatening for quite a while, uh, burning about 16 miles from the hotel, from the town site. And, the, of course, Parks Canada um, issued an evacuation order for the safety of the residents um, and guests alike. So so although although it got pretty close, um, um, the hotel remains. Uh, no damage it was accrued during that. Um, we've done, we lost a little maintenance shed, but... Man, the, the the teams and and fire teams from across Canada, volunteer fire departments across Alberta, um, a lot of the fire departments in Calgary all came down and really converged on on the hotel grounds and spent spent night after night mm-hmm. during the heat of of that fire protecting the structure. So yeah, we were 
couldn't couldn't say enough. Couldn't be more grateful that they put such an effort forward and saved the building. Mm-hmm. And it closes up for the winter time, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it's seasonal. We were almost at the end of our season last year anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, it, was, it was an easy decision. And then when do you open again now for uh, this year? Uh, we'll open the doors May 25th. And people can start booking their reservations now, obviously, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it books up pretty quick in the middle of the season, but we still got quite a bit of bit of availability in May and and the uh, first week or so of September. Um, in fact, we're taking reservations already for next summer. <laughs> so I'll describe some of the rooms. Maybe give me a, I don't know, a, a verbal uh, de- description of the, some of the rooms and some of the amenities available around the hotel. Sure. Um, well, the rooms are at, historic to the day, to the rail, ra- railway um, kind of hotel the architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all relatively small um, and historic in nature. Um, we've done a lot of, of upgrades here in the last last 20 years or so uh, just to brighten the place up and bring some bring back some of that historic furniture and, and interior elements to the room um, to really add to that, uh, that feel. Um, so there's 86 rooms that guests can all book and stay in of various different sizes and degree and and if you're if you're lucky enough, you've got um, <laughs> you've got a room that doesn't have too much wind. <laughs> well, you are sitting on top of a hill. There's not much shelter, so I imagine on a windy day, there's there isn't much to protect you, is it? And uh, not much, <laughs> but there, I mean, obviously, you don't feel it too much in the hotel. But it is it is, uh, I guess, um, myth or or rumored that if you're Staying in the top floors on a windy, windy night or a windy afternoon, you can feel the hotel move like it's a ship. But <laughs> I've been there a lot myself. I've never, never experienced that. Well, the flip side is uh, when you're sitting on a hill like that, the views are incredible, right? It's incredible. Uh, there is not a single room in that building without a pretty amazing view. And some of the amenities, uh, you have a restaurant on site. Uh, anything else that uh, you can offer your guests as well? Yeah, of course. We do um, the traditional high tea service um, all throughout the day, and that, that's served in the main lobby in the afternoon um, every day of the season. And it's been been served that way since the hotel opened, so it's pretty historic, um, kind of a romantic uh, thing to do there at the Prince of Wales. It sits right in front of the massive windows that look out over the bluff and then up into Waterton Valley over Waterton Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, those windows go up almost two stories, so it's a, it's a pretty incredible experience. Well, and with uh, such a unique history, uh, I'm looking again on your website. It's uh, part of GlacierParkCollection.com. Uh, you do offer the uh, tours of the hotel, so you can learn a lot about the hotel while you're there. Yeah, absolutely. Our bellmen um, are kind of our, our character guides of the hotel. They're, if you've been there or stayed with us before, you, I'm sure you've met one of our many talented men and women that, that do that job every summer. Um, and, yeah, they give the tours on the first and second floor, talk to you a little bit about the, um, the history and geology of the area a little bit, um, and give you a tour in the elevator. It happens to be the oldest working elevator in North America. They still... They still drive that thing by hand. 
now, for those who uh, haven't been to Waterton National Park, the, u- the unique thing about it is it uh, straddles the border of the United States and Canada. So you actually get uh, two national parks, the way I understand it, one from the U.S. and one from Canada. Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah that's correct. Um, it's the Glacier Waterton International Peace Park. It was it was the first of its kind where both both park services uh, shook hands and made a partnership to be to, to build that um, and kind of started off. I suppose they uh, it was a pretty nice ceremony every year where the the Canadian Park Service and and the United States Park Service for Glacier meet at the border and hold a ceremony to commemorate that day. Shake hands over the border and. It's really a nice time. Mm-hmm. And one of the tours, I think, uh, gets offered, or well, at least probably maybe more than one, but uh, where you can go into the United States from Canada and, and take a water tour and then maybe hike a little bit too, can't you? You can, yeah. You can take the, the, the Waterton Boat Company tour uh, from downtown all the, way, all the way up the lake to the border. And then, which means that uh, you need to have the proper documents, if I remember correctly. <laughs> it's a, probably a good idea to have your passport with you. You are uh, crossing international borders, right? Yeah, that is correct. They're, they, as they need to be, um, you still have to provide your passport. <laughs> uh, tell me about some of the other activities your guests like to do. I mean, there's lots of hiking, lots of outdoor activities, lots of water sports, I imagine, that go on, right? Yeah, of course. Um, the hiking really is, is the premier draw. To Waterton, mm-hmm. um, multiple roads leaving from right out, right there inside the the entrance of the town site, um, take you back. Some of the most incredible hikes you can do: Red Rock Falls being one of those. Um, Cameron Lake Trailhead also very, very popular. So, it really is kind of the the epicenter for hiking in Waterton National Park. Mm-hmm. Lots of other things to do. Uh, you can find more information on the Prince of Wales Hotel at the Glacier Park Collection website, glacierparkcollection.com. And Danny McIntosh, Manager of Marketing Brand Experience of Pursuit. I appreciate your time, Danny, and your insight, and thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks, Randy. It was a pleasure talking to you. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.